the World Wrestling Super Show. And today, today, we, we are going to talk about the extraordinary ones that does extraordinary things, Finn Balor, and the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. And um, a little bit about the Attitude Era and a lot of things about that, right? Cool. Yeah. And to end to end the um, podcast, we are going to end with Fig Life and the number one sellers and some the figs on there. Awesome. So ready? We're ready. Um, ready. I wanted to. You want to give a shout out to folks? Oh, yeah. uh, That have started to listen. Uh, got some really good feedback this week, Miller, mm-hmm. on our on on your show. Twitter. You want to tell some people? Well, just about faith from Facebook, and then you want to tell some people thanks, maybe. Um, uh, people, uh, thanks, thanks a lot. Like seriously, you can really help our channel by doing that, or a part, or a podcast. It's cool. And you can um support my dad at one horrible oh. movie. Oh, okay. There you go. One horrible movie it's on twitter yeah very good yeah thanks thanks for that shout out son thanks for that shout wow all right so miller time let's start out with who you want to start with jeff hardy um you pick let's go with jeff hardy first jeffrey hardy um uh born august 31st 1977 jeffrey nero hardy his legitimate middle name is nero what? Brother Nero. Brother Nero. <laughs> well, what do you think about Jeff Hardy? Tell folks about your thoughts on Jeff Hardy, and then I can put some salt and pepper, uh, some some spices on what you talk about and flesh it out from My there. brother Jeff Hardy is is um obsolete. <laughs> Tell people about he the last great. four or five years of Jeff Hardy. Maybe leave the um not the, four or five. I'm saying just start out with you're talking. Uh, about uh, like, like the Matt Hardy stuff yeah. that he had to do. There are a lot of people when they hear Jeff Hardy, they think of the Hardy Boys tag team. They think of the tables, team, ladders, team, and team extreme. Team extreme tables, ladders, and chairs matches with who? With um, Dudley Boys. The Dudley Boys and Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian. So the modern stuff, the most recent stuff that I think actually is probably some of the better stuff he's done, uh, where you have Matt Hardy as uh, the broken Matt Hardy, and then you have him as Brother Nero. Uh, pretty entertaining stuff. And he's forty, what three almost? In August he'll be forty-three, and he's yeah. still jumping off of ladders and through tables. Tell folks your thoughts on Jeff Hardy uh, from your perspective. Jeff Hardy is extraordinary. I, I mean, so extraordinary. He's probably better than Ricochet, and Ricochet is like crazy good. Like when he um when he flipped out of that ring onto onto the platform mm-hmm. and faced Velveteen Dream in the face and said yeah, I mean that was crazy. Um, talk to people that you've seen the tables, ladders, and chairs matches. Um, you are nine. Um, was that a little too? Would you? Was your dad being a dad a bad dad for letting you watch uh these grown men uh put their Lives on the line, off of uh, tables, off of ladders, also chairs. I enjoy a awesome <laughs> match. I mean, if it's awesome and long, I mean, I can do that. If it's just 
the person hitting them with chairs the whole time, then I'm not in. But if they do crazy stuff, then yeah. I mean, that was one of the most craziest matches ever. Like, you see Rey Mysterio when he dived off of that chair Mm -hmm. onto Randy Orton, and that was pretty impressive. And then he risked him when Randy Orton was in that chair, and then Randy Orton got out of it so quickly, and then Rey Mysterio just got head first, caught in the chair. What about um, um, Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy? Um, they actually debuted in the WWE Phil in 1994. That makes – and honestly, when it happened, uh, actually, Jeff Hardy hadn't turned 17 yet. He was actually 16 years old Yeah. when he wrestled his first televised match and got the crap beat out of him by – Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. Um Unbelievable! Like, and you can see that you can find us online, I saw, folks. I saw a documentary of him, and he said I had to get the crap beat out of because Vince, because Vince McMahon told me if you if you lie about your age, there's consequences, or if or if you lie there, or if you lie about stuff, there's consequences. But but then the other couple times Jeff Hardy started wrestling. He just got the crap beat out of him. That's true. Um, and about when he turned 17, he finally got his first match debuting as the Hardy Boys. Well, he actually, um, he, in 1998 is when they signed their first contracts. Matt is a little bit older than Jeff. And uh, they signed their first contracts in 1998. So they worked about four years on and off um, as enhancement talent, Phil, enhancement talent. The jobbers that come on. I don't know if you've seen any of James Ellsworth uh, in WWE. He looks like kind of Matt Hardy, but like his hair. Like a, his hair. Like a melted version of Matt Hardy, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so ba- basically, though, um, they worked and basically got their rear ends kicked. And then they signed these contracts that became part of the brood at one point. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Well, actually, their first manager was Michael Hayes. We talked about in the pre-show a little bit who fought the junkyard dog at, at uh, in Superdome back in the day. But um, Michael Hayes trained both Matt and Jeff Hardy partially. But Miller, what before the WWE or WWF at the time, Matt and Jeff Hardy, what, what wrestling federation were they a part of? We talked about this the other day. Uh, it may involve trampolines. T. What? What was it? TWF Trampoline Wrestling Federation. And so they actual <laughs> people watched them do it. So Isn't th- that crazy? It's crazy. So they had um, they would have these matches, and their friends were part of it. Uh, there's a guy uh, I don't know if Shane Helms was part of it. There's another wrestler called Shannon Moore who was in WCW for a little bit. He was in in it too because they all kind of grew up together wrestling. Yeah. Uh, and how much fun is that, Bill? Trampoline. They that's even, awesome. Championship wrestling. They even. Filmed their own promos. Yes. Crazy. And, that, and honestly, they loved wrestling from the get-go. And they even filmed crazy things like when, uh, was it Matt or Jeff, that Jeff that jumped from the barn, and it was like a trust fall. It was a trust fall. <laughs> from the top of a barn. Not on a trampoline. On, um, Humans? On one of his friends and Matt Hardy. Dude, 
A crazy trust fall. You know, last episode, um, and they my... did not catch him. <laughs> was there not, not a lot of trust there then. After that, was there? Nah. <laughs> uh, last episode, uh, your uncle Billy and I talked about yeah. uh, breaking beds when we were wrestling. Yeah. It would have been so much more cost effective for your grandma and grandpa just to buy us a trampoline, and we could have broken arms <laughs> on the trampoline and had a spring go up, you know, into you know into our arm or something. Try. Instead anyway, of breaking beds, you could have been breaking bad. Yeah, you're breaking bad, it's true. Um, well, what else, Miller? Anything else? Um, yeah, okay, let's move Matt Har- uh, Jeff Hardy into modern times. He's, he's a tag team guy to start out with. Well, go ahead. You said anything else. Oh, go ahead. Why? Well, there's more stuff. Okay. Oh, sorry, pal. Your show. So, Jeff Hardy also, <laughs> um, he was working kind of in that indie spot. But he wasn't there for a long time because he was so good. Right. And they moved him to WWE, but he lied in his age in Indies. Mm-hmm. And I think he said he was 20. But he wasn't. He was like 15. So. Well, so then when he's in WWE. And then one month later, he just gets moved to WWE. And like the Indies was when, just when people uh, when people say like he lied about his age, they no no one ever asked for ID or like he he just had a fake ID like how did, I think he had he had built up enough trust with a few different indie promoters that they just vouched for him and they probably they didn't know his real age either, and they worked so well him and Matt were really good like like I mean I don't know if you can be a wrestling savant but a savant at wrestling where. You're just a, a just a freak of nature, and so Vince is going. Oh, we'll use these guys. Yeah, that'd be great. And so he basically was able to get make his way into the show that way. So no one. I think the answer to my question is no. No, nobody asked for ID. No, and it wasn't until <laughs> late. It wasn't until later that they figured it out. But by then, I mean, he gets to 1998, and he signed his first contract when he was what? How old would that make him? Uh, 21 at that point, which is kind of crazy to think he made it that far. Yeah. But. Yeah. Actually, I, I lied about that. That's not 21. What am I thinking? Oh, wait, what? Yeah, it would be. It would be 21. So, probably 20, actually. All right. Dude, so, he, was, he, he was a high school beast. Yeah, I mean, when when any of the rest of us were, were focused on high school sports or just all the things you do. Now, he I've heard him talk before about being in high school sports and, um, you know, being a pretty good athlete and a good receiver in football. But then him basically coming to his coach and be like, Coach, I've got to leave practice early because I've got to go basically make a wrestling <laughs> shot, like make a show, you know, uh, 100 miles away. And his coach is like, pulls him aside, like, Hey, look, you're either part of the team or you're not, and you can't, blah, blah, blah. He's like, Well, I guess I'm going to go do wrestling. Yeah. And so basically at that point, he was like, I'm just going to wrestle. Kind of, he chose the right choice. Well, in that situation, well, yeah. in that situation, now he's like, I'm, he's, now he's like I'm getting paid to I'm I'm getting paid to wrestle, so I'm just gonna go ahead and do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so um so basically then we're looking at um next up Miller. Uh he's in the brood with Gang Gangrel, because that's when Christian and Edge kind of went off on their own way. You cannot trust Gangrel. Well, you can, Gangrel. In any m- moment. You cannot trust them. Is it don't trust a vampire? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> but also you can't trust them. That's what he said. Is it his white puppy shirt? 
Is it not you don't trust someone in a white puppy shirt? No. Or maybe someone it's, that it's comes out that. with a chalice of blood like Gangrel did? That's blood of his opponent. <laughs> Um, or or it, it's just Kane's red soup. There we go. Kane's red soup, delicious. Do they? Um, so Miller, talk a little bit more. They they break off from Gangrel. So they they win the tag team titles. They win the tag team titles. Yeah, and they were, I think, the youngest tag team champions at that point. At that point, because later, who became the youngest tag team champion? Zack Ryder and Kerr Hawkins. That's true. Well, well, well. You know it. But go back to uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy. So, yeah. uh, Matt and Jeff, then they were youngest tag team champions at that point that I saw. And um, really, Matt and Jeff, like, they really pulled off on their own a bit too easily because I think Vince thought that they would be good at, like, like they would be good at beating people. But then Vince, but then I said Vince finally knew their age so yeah but matt and jeff pulled off actually like very well in wwe and they were a great talent um then one year later i think they had a handicap match with scott hall not razor ramon okay and the nwo scott hall oh that, so, that yeah. would have been like oh so one then, probably. That's a little so, later then. but oh, two. scott hall's a bit like he's not as good as Razor. Right? You like Razor Ramon better? I think Razor's better than Scott Hall. That's cool. But they're the same people. So then they got to get their um revenge back. Well, at least Jeff. So Jeff then finally started beating the crap out of Razor. <laughs> You've been liberal with Matt, the word crap. Maybe we should dial back the word crap a little bit Matt, today. Matt, um, <laughs> Matt did a twist of fate. Then a swanton bomb. Uh -huh. Nose over one, two, three. Then the new brood became good guys. Okay, so now, so, so now they finally get the hang of being good guys, and then they had to face Kevin Nash and Scott Hall in a tag team match. And then um, I think, I think, what's his name? Oh yeah, Hulk Hogan. Pulled, um, pulled, um, Matt Hardy tried to close on him. He, he didn't, and then Matt Twista faded him. Um, Jeff Swanton Swanton bombed Hulk, and then both Matt, Matt and Jeff did the pull to the other, to the turnbuckles thing. Okay. With Kevin Nash, um, Kevin. And it was like a lot of movement because you know, if they pulled together, it would be really strong. I, so he got hit right in the right in the eye in the turnbuckle, and then and then Jeff Swanton bombed him. He kind of got up, then he got up, and then he was about to go back down because you know you've seen Shawn Michaels do that before. Mm -hmm. And then um, then a twist of fate by Matt Hardy. Then Jeff Swanton bombed him again. Jeff went for the pin. Matt was guarding it. If Hulk Hogan or or um, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, I mm -hmm. mean, would get that and get the person and just do the thing and break up the count. Okay. One, two, three. And That's cool. The Hardy Boys won. The New Bird won. All right. 
Well, very good. How about um, talk about tables, ladders, and chairs? Um, that's a, such a big deal. And that's such a big deal to them, um, and it made their career. What, go ahead and tell me more, a little bit about that. Well, if number one, were they one or number two for Edgewon? Well, tell me about the very, very first one and how epic that seemed to you when you watched okay. it. That wasn't the one where, where Jeff Hardy jumped out of the ladder. Okay. Swanton bummed. That was Edge. later, right? That was like the second TLC. When, when did Edge spear Jeff Hardy off of the – Phil, let me explain this. Jeff Hardy jumps to grab onto the belts hang, then, hanging above the ring. And then one of the Dudley boys um, – and then the ladder falls by because the Dudley boys. And so now Jeff Hardy's just hanging and by the – And then Edge spears both of the Dudley boys at the same time. Okay. Edge gets on the ladder as quick as he can. Uh-huh. And it was about like a walk onto the ladder. Jeff was just moving like a fluffy fish. and then, Hanging in the air above the ring. And then Edge <laughs> jumps and spears him. In midair. Like it's the most unbelievable thing to watch. Yeah. That's awesome. And it just, that's a good example. Maybe we can even close this out a little well, bit. The, How- the most unbelievable thing and unbelievable is like you can't watch it because – it's so, like, sacrifice-ish. Well, it's unbelievable. It's, hard. Yeah. It, it, it's a normal what? human to yeah. do it. It's crazy. Uh-huh. And it's a human getting speared by Edge. At a midair. That's, like, the toughest spears in WWE history. It's true. They are pretty awesome. Because he, he even got out AJ Styles' elbows mm-hmm. by it. Did you see that spear? By yeah, the way? it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable spear. Right. Well, uh, let's 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 talk about this. Um, so then, uh, really, let's wrap this up, and let's Lisa, you want to talk about Finn Balor as well, right? Finn Balor. But let's say this about Jeff Hardy. Let's just close it out. He's had a lot. He's had a, he's had numerous kind of uh, valleys. Let's not really talk about those. No. Some negative things that's happened to him. Yeah. But he's pulled out recently, and he's kind of thinking on the men. Um. He's getting ready to, I think, have a pretty good um, He's getting shot ready at somebody. To make those to make those moments get on fire. Very good. Of his life. Moments on fire. Moments on fire. Well, let's go. Let's and close this segment off. Let's talk about. Get a swanton bomb. Um, Get a swanton bomb, Seth Rollins, okay. won the Universal Championship. Let's spend a few minutes here <laughs> talking about. Uh, Finn Balor. Finn Fergal Devitt is his real name. Fergal Devitt. Tell people about Prince Prince Balor. You you mean Finn Balor? Prince Fergal. Prince, Prince Devitt. <laughs> Good. I was about to say about the Swanton Bond Seth Rollins. Oh, sorry. That would have been on Money in the Bank. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Tell people about Wanted. this man right here, Finn Balor. Balor. All right. Tell people about him. Finn Balor is my favorite WWE wrestler from uh, Attitude Era, well, from Acre to now, and always has been. Fergal Devitt is literally like an incredible man, Finn and Balor. he's an extraordinary man that can do extraordinary things. Finn Balor, I believe, he was born well, in July. Yeah, what? He was born um on the twenty. 20- 5th of July, 1981. And he's only that, I mean, he's only two years younger than me. And if you've ever seen me do wrestling moves, Phil, he and I are very similar, right, Miller? <laughs> uh, no? 
Definitely not. Oh, I I thought I, I think I was you could agile. cooner girl. I think you could cooner girl, but you couldn't even pin him in like thirty. I minutes. think I would break my ankle by cooner girl somebody. <laughs> um, you know, I, I can cooner girl pretty. Well. What were you saying, Phil? I was just laughing. Uh, I, oh yeah, I, oh. I would love to see him in the, in the ring with Finn Balor. That'd be great. Finn has got a great set of abs too, Miller. Dude, don't you think my abs are similar to his? <laughs> he has a belly. Oh what? <laughs> I do not. Okay, all right. Anyway. So tell people um, about our friend from Wicklow County, Bray, uh, Ireland. Um, first, Bray, that's spelled exactly like Bray Wyatt, yep. so it's kind of weird. Um, he's 38, and, like, dude, this what is else? so cool. You know, you know about him. Just tell yeah. people about him. He was in Japan so, for a long time. He was in Japan for a long time. He made the Bullet Club, mm -hmm. and he made friends with Gallows and Anderson. Um, and he kind of mentioned a funny joke. You, you guys know Jason Jordan. Do you know who he is? I don't know if Phil knows Jason Jordan. Mm -mm. I haven't heard of him. He is this athlete that he had a thing in WWE, and, and he was like, and it was this stupid, and it was a stupid thing for Jason Jordan, and the, the WWE said, like, Vince is a very weird person and he said hey jason jordan come here i have a good idea for you how about you and kurt angle are related so <laughs> kurt angle's your daddy <laughs> and i <laughs> i wish i could punch What's that have face finn balor no no and then finn balor was like i've known i've known Gals and Anderson more ten years longer than you've known your daddy. Oh, and so then they fought. Oh, okay. <laughs> Isn't There's that the connection. So funny? <laughs> okay, I was trying to figure out. Uh, so uh, Drew McIntyre, or not Drew McIntyre? What am I saying? Um, Finn Balor. Finn Balor made his debut in, t in the year 2000 when he was 18 years old. But in not in the year no. In the Indies. What was that, Phil? In the year 2000. In the year 2000. And after training at W what NWA UK Hammerlock, Devitt debuted for them in 2000 at the age of 18, soon winning the NWA British Commonwealth yeah. Heavyweight Championship. Very good. I think that's cool. After graduating, after graduating, his re his wrestling career started quickly, and he began touring ireland the united kingdom and the united states and the u.s in mid 2002 mm -hmm. um i was reading that well yeah but we probably go verbatim in mid off the notes devitt along with paul tracy opened w nwa ireland his own wrestling promotion based in ireland the the promotion soon became the sister group of NWA UK Hammerlock as both promoted under the NWA ba banner as part of part of NWA Ireland Devitt trained future WWE Becky Lynch. How about that? So what? so Finn Balor awesome. trained Becky Lynch, Phil. Did you know that? Finn Balor trained no, Becky Lynch? Yeah, really um, the NWA is a long long storied wrestling uh, federation. It's been around for 60 years. 
uh, actually longer than 60 years now. It's been around for uh, almost 70 years. And it, um, it is, uh, it, it, Ric Flair has been the champion. You name it, of the old school guys have been champions of, of NWA. And um, J- JYD, like we were talking about JYD in the pre-show a little bit, Junkyard Dog, he was the champion at one point. And so it's one of those where uh, that tie-in became a thing. You know who owns the NWA now, Phil? Hmm. You know who owns it? Mm-mm. Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins. What? Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's pretty big. It's not too bad. They have a uh, the NWA in the U.S. has a TV show that's only on YouTube right now, and it's actually pretty well put together. Uh, and there's some former WWE guys that are on it. Anyway, mm-hmm. so National Finn, Wrestling Alliance. Alliance yeah. So Finn Balor was associated with that. He goes to, ends up going to Japan. He competes uh, kind of uh, into IWGP and New Japan, and uh, makes a big name for himself. Becomes part of the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles, Finn Balor. Uh, I've known these Carl- two guys before. Ten years longer than you know your daddy. Right on, Carl Carl <laughs> Anderson, uh, Machine Gun Carl Anderson, and Luke Gallows, and then some others too. Shinsuke was part of it at some point. Cody Rhodes. They had a big feud. Finn, yeah, Finn and Shin. So so, but Finn and Shinsuke were very good friends. They are. And now talk about. Uh, he shows up. He goes to starts out in NXT in the WWE though. This in is, 2014. Yeah. Um, wasn't it, um, first time of the draft? Okay. And it was the WWE sign, like the new one. Okay. And it was really crazy. And he said, I'm going to make history here. And then he finally went face-to-face versus Rhino at, before our revolution, um, 2014, and it was for a chance at Samoa Joe. I think it was in the steel cage. The NXT Championship? I don't know. And <laughs> Balor actually chose a persona at the first time with the demon, but he's never known what the demon can do. So, he starts out as a demon, and he loses. Explain to folks that don't know about Finn Balor. Explain what the demon is like in comparison. Maybe compare it to another character they have some knowledge of. Let's not do comparison. Well, I'm not saying in abilities. So they're aware of the uh, of what, Finn what, what it's like. Is himself and he's super good. Yeah. But if you if he wants to get extraordinary, he better do something a bit more extraordinary and bring out his persona, the demon. And it's this. He has body paint. He has face paint. He has this headdress thing he puts on. Yeah, it's not a headdress. Well, he has like a, he has like it, stuff it's that a cap with like it's a cap with like. Well, it's a headdress. Okay, yeah. Right, Native <laughs> Americans had headdresses. This is like a headdress, <laughs> so um, it makes him more powerful. Yep, it makes him way more powerful. Okay, and he loses because he lost, but he lost to Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe had to use his biggest thing, and that's the muscle buster. Yeah, that's a big move. muscle bust. He didn't even use it anymore. Yeah, it's, I think it's probably pretty dangerous. And he did it on top of the steel cage. That is true. Boom! One, two, three. Uh, he shows up in WWE, and uh, uh, very almost immediately becomes what the very first what? The very first Universal Champion. Remember this? But then yeah. what happens to him? But then he gets hurt because um he had a 
arm injury and mm-hmm. shoulder because Seth Rollins did a what was it called? It was buckle bomb. Buckle bomb, but onto the barricade. Mm, gotcha. And it hurt his arm so bad, and yeah. he had to be out for seventy days, seventy five days. Mm-hmm. Top that. <laughs> Top that. Uh, he comes back though. Gets he the comes, uh, his run. He, he comes gets... back in 2017. Okay. Um. What are some titles he's Wrestle... won? That, that... Not WrestleMania after WrestleMania, like the first Raw after WrestleMania, okay. and then finally becomes with the Alliance with Seth Rollins when Seth Rollins was about to get hit by Stephanie Mc... Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. I don't know how Stephanie survived. Getting thrown through a table. Is that real? Yeah, at WrestleMania. How about that? It's supposed to happen. Though. Okay. Oh, okay. It was planned. Right on. Yes, by Triple H. But um, but um, Seth Rollins didn't hurt her. Um, Triple H punched, punched, punched his wife. Wowza! Through a table. Oh my gosh. So then, that's why I call WrestleMania moment. Yeah, it, is it was awesome. Unbelievable. So then um, tell people about some titles that, that Finn Balor's won. Let's wrap this he's up and only, let's get ready to go to Fig. Nah. He's done in um he's had the NXT title. I think the NXT tag title. Mm-hmm. The Raw tag title, I think. Um the IC title and the universal title. Very five good. titles. He has won five titles. Uh and uh, what else? A few more things before we wrap up this part and we go on to ringside collectibles and our uh, fig, fig luck stuff. Yeah. Um, there's not really anything more. What? Yeah. Uh, what's he doing right now? Uh, he's back in NXT he's now. He's back in NXT fighting for the NXT UK championship. He's about to make six championships. You think he's going to win it no matter what? So, are we ready? Are you ready? Finn Balor, thanks for everything you do. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a big life. Big yeah. life. What, what? Are we ready? So one, Start. two, three, four. Yeah, count the humans on the list. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So start out with Elias, WWE entrance greats. Good, good for him. And he comes with this, what is it called? A scarf? Beautiful a scarf. And a, An artisan scarf. And a stool. First of all, where are people finding what you're reading here? Tell people about this. Ringside Collectibles. Dot com. Dot com. For all, all your wrestling figure needs, Phil. For all your mm-hmm. needs. Um, Jeff Hardy with um with the removable with the remo- These are this week's best selling figs, Miller. Yeah. You've got a promo. The figs. So Ringside Collectibles will send you some free figs. You've got to start selling this segment so people really buy in. And then Ringside Collectibles will be like, these people are selling figs for us. Thanks for being private. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. We need that ad revenue. We do need. We need some <laughs> bucks. RingsideCollectibles.com. Send us money. He comes with. A towel. Elias? Um, or Jeff Hardy? Jeff Hardy comes with a towel with interchangeable heads and two of his dance poses. Dude. And then the Brian Kendrick. Wow. Man, they love Brian, the Brian Kendrick. We haven't seen him on TV in uh, almost a year, but he's no. big. He's on 205 Live like every single week. Again, we haven't seen him. 
on TV because ain't nobody watching 205 Live. Kind of. Go ahead. Um, so we have the Brian Kendrick WWE Elite Ringside Collectible Exclusive with a jacket and a flag. We have a little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. I, I want to hear that so it can be like so low motion. Well, we got uh, folks. Uh, Miller is telling you if you want to um, listen to hilarity, put uh, the podcast at half speed, and you will hear uh, what sounds like someone on on a little too much of the bubbly. So yeah, what you got? Um, one second. Dang it! You stupid phone. All right. What we, what we got going on here, pal? Um, so we had the Brian Kendrick. Right there. And then... A little bit of the bubbly, and then who the is this? A little bit of a bubbly, and then Cedric <laughs> Alexander. For 15 bucks. Who, by the way, Cedric's finally being used. They're finally using him on TV again. Thank you. And Ricochet. And, well, of course, Ricochet. He's you, awesome. You gotta give him some credit for that. You gotta get both of them. All right, keep going. Milko Mania, Kurt Angle, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, and Stephanie McMahon that comes with milk, and Stephanie McMahon comes with the entertainment. Okay, so explain to me why Milko Mania has been on the top 10 best selling for the last four months. It's three figures, <laughs> it's 29 bucks. I think that three figures for 29 bucks. That's half. It's a pretty good deal. Um, At one point, it was 19 bucks, wasn't it? Yeah. That's weird. That, and that's like, all those are. That's half of the price it would be. Yeah, that's true. Or it should well, be. actually, like 40, 40 more dollars. Who's next? Andrade NXT Elite Exclusive, which comes with the NXT Championship and a hat. <laughs> then, you know, Andrade won that NXT title, Phil, from Drew McIntyre. Because of stupid Melina Vega. Okay. Cheater. Next up. And. Brood Hardy Boys WWE exclusive two pack ringside exclusive with Matt Hardy. Jeff Hardy, we talked about that. Yes, we did. And they come with two two um packs of interchangeable hands and two tag team titles. The final two. Dead Man's Revenge. Yes, Undertaker. And then the Fiend. Dead Man's Revenge is Undertaker as two people. Why? And it's a pre order still, right? It's a pre order. Can you buy that it? Shouldn't be fair. So there you go. But Fig Live. This is new and it's not even a pre-order. Isn't yeah, that crazy? Is. WWE Elite Top Picks 2020. We want our figs, but we don't want it in a pre-order. First, we got Roman Reigns with this old. Explain to people what you're looking at. You're looking at. You tell, tell people what we're looking at here. We are looking at um four figs. Last year. It was Finn Balor, um, Braun Strowman. And this is still on the AJ ringside Styles, site, right? Um, this is ringsidecollectibles.com. Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. This is ringside collectibles. Yeah. This is on the WWE Elite Top Picks for 2020. And now, Tell people a couple of these and then let's uh, skedaddle. Okay. Um, how many have changed? Oh, changed. Dude. Okay, so we got Roman Reigns, WWE Top Picks 2020. It comes with um, four interchangeable hands. I'm trying to look at what you're okay. getting here. A Universal Championship and a blue vest. And it's $28. $28. Not too bad for Who else? Um, Ricochet. Little Ricky. This is his third elite figure. Okay. He he has one that is a um, network spotlight. You know those, If right? you've never seen Ricochet wrestle, guys, you are in for a treat. Ricochet is Big awesome. Treat. Don't, don't, don't you think, Phil? Yeah. Next one, we got Seth Rollins. 
hey, at least they actually didn't have them have the actual pose. Very good. That is not how you do the Seth Rollins pose. And finally, it what? Well, wait, he comes with this weird vest, mm -hmm. which uh, pretty cool. Okay, and then finally, who's the last one on the list? Braun Strowman. Massive Braun Strowman. And he comes with get these hands vest. A different and a different set of hands. And a different set of hands. They're the most different one ever. And if you can see, guys. Well, they. It's just Phil, so this <laughs> Phil. we're not on video. <laughs> that that Braun right, Strowman. Let's call us. But dude, I swap out these hands. My fig spot lots, Bob. Okay, bro, bro. Okay, so so our first spotlight. <laughs> we had our first spotlight, and our first spotlight is a Ray Mysterio. No, it's not Ray Mysterio. It's the Miz and then Rey Mysterio. Let's talk. But let's talk about your spotlight so later on. The so spotlight tell, tell folks about has it. the red, has the red gear, and for the Miz. Yeah. Cool. Red gear for the Miz, and it's my favorite gear ever because that's what he used at WrestleMania, and it comes with awesome print on glasses. Cool. It's pretty cool. It's awesome. And the ninja headband thing awesome. that he wears. <laughs> it's cool. And then the Rey Mysterio is purple. And it's the old school Ray Mysterio. It's awesome. And it's just when he won the Cruiserweight Championship from Eddie Guerrero. No, Eddie Guerrero. All right. Big time feud, but was they're, a great they're feud. pretty good friends. And Eddie Guerrero was an awesome wrestler. All right, Miller, wrap us up. Tell folks thanks. And uh, let's head Miller, on down the highway and tell me about it next It comes week. with the old school Cruiserweight Championship. Okay, which I'd love to see. Which um, I feel good for the Cruiserweight because it has two of those. Tell people about the next couple weeks what, they have, what we have in store for them. So we haven't. So next week we have WrestleMania one in store for you. Recap that, and then the next week it's the Rock Marathon. We're gonna talk about the Rock. Not uh, next week we're talking about WrestleMania one. Uh, week after that we're gonna talk about the Rock, Rocky Johnson, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne. His movies. We're gonna talk about him as a wrestler. His championships. We're gonna talk about all the people Phil he's related to. It's exciting. It's a long list. And he was recruited. I'm going to give you a spoiler. He recruited to play at the University of Miami by LSU's coach, Ed Orgeron. Did you know that? What? Coach O. Go Tiger. Coach o. Go Tiger. Go Tiger. Go Tiger. All right. Anyway, uh, wrap us up, Miller. So if you enjoyed Fake Life, please um, hit a like. Maybe you want to follow one horrible movie. If you're, yeah, if you're polite enough to enough. do that. Twitter? But not saying you have to do that. Just okay. saying. All right. But, um, and then I think the next couple episodes will be good. But then the third week, I have thought about it. Oh, you have? And it's one other marathon. What is it? But it's a modern day marathon. Modern day modern Russia? No. <laughs> it's not him. Who is <laughs> unless, it? unless it's. Unless it's episode one thousand, <laughs> but then we have we have one, we have one three weeks from now huge superstar, and that is Seth. Oh, Rollins. that's a good one, right? It's all Seth Rollins. And we're doing focus. a Seth Rollins marathon three weeks from now. Okay, he's a great wrestler. No, four weeks from now, because I mean three weeks. Yeah, from now. It'll three launch. weeks from now. Yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, all right, cool. We're even gonna do a pre-show. Oh. It's only gonna be ten minutes. Okay, all right, very good. Phil, thanks for uh, helping us out. Producer Phil, mixing, maxing, relaxing. Um, Phil's gonna be highly involved next week because uh, he has watched WrestleMania recently. He's gonna be like the main for the first time. Yeah, I, I watched WrestleMania 1 for the first time this week, and Miller's about to watch it for the first time, so we'll have some good uh, kind of 2020 perspective on the very first WrestleMania from 1985. Very pumped about it, actually. So, all I'm right. excited. Speaking cool. of Mother Russia, we're going we're gonna to be talking about some uh, Nikolai Volkov. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the Russian... <laughs> Can't hey, wait. Miller, you're going to... You, you thought Rusev Day and Rusev was fun. <laughs> You've never seen anything until you've seen Nikolai Volkov. Uh, the <laughs> Russian national anthem. Oh my gosh, it's so good. And the crowd reaction. I can't wait to talk about the it. Just like booing nonstop. So bad. All right, Phil. Thanks, I feel Miller. So bad for that guy. Tell folks bye. <laughs> um, bye guys. Hope you tune in to next episode. The other one, and then the Seth Rollins marathon. So WrestleMania one next week. The Rock. Rock the week marathon. after that, and then. And then Seth Rollins marathon, and and then the last marathon after that. Well, let's just we got three ahead. We're good. We're looking good. One, but that's gonna be a big marathon. It's all gonna be a big marathon. High five, buddy. I love you. All right, good stuff. Oh, is that a marathon? Is after that? No. Dun 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 dun. All right. See ya. See ya. See ya.